How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Okay, before we get started, have you ever thought about doing what I'm doing right now? Starting your own podcast? Has anyone ever told you that it's complicated and you need a sound engineer, a studio, and all this major equipment to do so? Well, you don't need that. All you need is the Anchor app. It's free. They will pair you with sponsors that they find for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And let's start the show. And right now, people are experiencing things that we did not think that we would experience at the um, on December 31st, 2019. So many of us, myself included, was like, oh, 2020, perfect vision. I'm putting it all into this year. I'm giving it my best, my 100%. And then boom, something that we thought was on the other side of the world has now come to where we are um and it's affecting all of us we're all at home um millions of us are out of jo- out of jobs or some of us are doing gig work now um and uh, a lot of us are um working at home as well so another thing that is going on is that we also have the presidential uh, uh election going on this year um bernie sanders has just left the race which i'm actually very sad about um Personally, my first candidate was um, Kamala Harris. Then it became Elizabeth Warren. And eventually once, but only, only once she decided not to um, keep going with her campaign, did I decide upon Bernie Sanders. Um, His ideals are the most progressive and so many people have said that you know his ideas are so far-fetched that you know the government cannot give us um universal health care they can't send us you know things like a thousand dollar check every month or every week or whatever um andrew yang was saying so many have said that socialism was a terrible thing was a terrible thing but now we are in a situation where we are literally begging for socialism we need people need help um just because there's a there's a pandemic happening does not mean that there will be 
a um a drawback on people's on the that you still have to you still have your bills and your utilities and your monthly expenses all those things are still here um so after um, much denial um the man who lives in the white house and um his government finally came up with a stimulus bill basically every American is going to get at least, at least, and not including those who have over $75,000 in their income. We all are supposed to get, it was supposed to be on the 9th, but it ended up being on the 5th, April 15th, that we were all getting a $1,200 check in our bank account. Um, it went to those who had filed um, their 2018-2019 taxes and, uh, or, and or 2018 or 2019, and you know, you got a direct deposit. So... It looks like it appears and it's pretty, pretty sure that the company, not the company, but the country is headed towards a inevitable recession. I hope we can avoid a depression, but we're headed towards another recession. The second in my lifetime. So I'm like, okay, well back to my younger years. That's cool. Um, but that's where we are headed. And I think that right now, instead of thinking it's okay, this is something that, you know, I can just survive off of if you are able to and I think that we all are able to um we should think about what we're going to do with this stimulus check so I got in touch with Miss Tangi Sills she is Dallas-based and she is actually a financial advisor um one of the things that she has done actually she paid off $33,000 of debt in 18 months that's pretty freaking impressive if you ask me so she doesn't have any student loan debt anymore um and she actually just had just recently written an article about and i'm going to link it in the um in the show show notes but she wrote, wrote an article about things to do with you with your stimulus check when it comes um and i wanted to bring her on the show so we're going to we're going to talk about um things that you can do to make the most of your stimulus check as well as um things that you um things that you should think about going into a recession um and we really talked in depth about small business owners um brand new entrepreneurs because on these shows you know i've said many times of the largest group of entrepreneurs are young women and extensively young black women so Right now, a lot of those women may have been decided to become full-time with their entrepreneurial endeavors, but right now we just got hit with a monkey wrench. So I'm going to just get into this episode. I hope you guys really enjoy it. I know that you will. Hello. Hi, Tangie. First off, how have you been? I have been. Uh, I've been good. I've been blessed, healthy, so that's great. I think mentally I'm going a little bit crazy for me. Shout out to Sai, what's going on? People can't relate to. How are you? I'm, I'm okay, you know. Um, same. Just good. trying not to go crazy. Um, it's a new, a very, very new normal for everybody. So, yeah, this is just something that no one expected to happen at all and we're all just trying to figure out when are we going to be able to get out <laughs> you know go back to normal yeah it's yeah. such a mess um there's a lot of nurses in my family my sister mm-hmm. and my aunt are actually up in new york working oh, wow. um with um some of the patients there and everyone's like hey so is it slowing down or just getting better and they're like no 
Wow. <laughs> so have they said right. it's getting they worse? Like kind of flat coming, but they're like getting better now. I wouldn't quite say that. I'm like, oh my gosh, how much, how much longer do we have to deal with this? God. Yeah, I've actually, um, I know two nurses who um, flew out to New York to work for eight weeks, I believe, and they're, they're all just like, wow, they, nothing prepares them for, for what they did, de- what they're dealing with right now, so it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's insane, it definitely is, I, I mean, I'm happy, I complain, honestly, more than I should, but mm-hmm. I... I mean, the fact that my biggest problem right now is I can't stand being stuck in the house. Like, that's a, that's a pretty big blessing when that's the biggest problem I have uh, during this time. So, yeah, luckily I'm healthy and my family's healthy and um, that's all I can, you know, that's all I can ask for. Yeah, and um, on one of my uh, podcasts, I actually, like, did this, like, mantra. It was a guided meditation, and one of the things that I want everyone to be grateful for is the fact that, you know, we have shelter, we have food, you know, like our biggest concern is being is you know can we go outside are we able to be close to everyone no we can't but you know our essentials that keep us living we we're all okay so um so the reason i reached out to you um about this is because i know that you're into financial advising and um and you have a lot of knowledge and i did read your article that you um that you put about you know tips for investing during uh the pandemic and I think that right now a lot of people are um, are afraid to invest. Um, I know people who are either pulling all their investments out, um, or they just they don't know what to do. And then people like myself, I've just been looking at okay, what can I invest in right now that's going to um, last me during the long run? Um, and I think we don't know what the economy is going to look like afterwards. Um, so do you do you have like could you predict like anything of how the economy is going to look after all of this? For most people living right now, we've never seen anything like this in our lifetime where predictions are that the job loss and some, you know, kind of the economic, the negative economic effect of the COVID-19 crisis could be worse than even the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big deal. And I don't even know anyone who's lived through that time. And so I think most people now, even some of our, you know, biggest experts in, in economics and in um, so I think kind of the state of the economy, it's hard to say. I think that a lot of the way that a lot of businesses do business, I think will change. I think um, we've all kind of adjusted to doing things um, electronically and at home. Telecom companies like Zoom, their stock, the value of their stock also increased a lot during the time. And uh, I talked to some of my friends and my family and colleagues and everything like that, and they're kind of getting accustomed to this new um, kind of telecommuting lifestyle. So I do think that when things go back to normal, quote unquote, I think we will still see some companies saying, hey, use all of our people working at home. So maybe we will go from having, you know, a brick and mortar location to having everyone work from home. I think that a lot of the restaurants that were not on um, sites like uh, Uber Eats, Grubhub, all of the other delivery sites, um, I think that those will, that will continue to happen. We'll see food delivery happening more often. So I think it's just going to kind of change the way that we live our everyday life, especially because we don't know when this is going to be over. And that's what makes predictions difficult. You know, the longer that people are without jobs, the longer people are without income, and the longer that some families are without food, you know, those things will um, continue to put a hinder, will continue to hinder our economy over time. But with no end in sight, it's kind of hard to say what will happen next. But, I mean, I still think that that doesn't change basic financial principles. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, you still, if you are blessed enough to still have an income, you should still be saving money. Even though I know a 
offering. They have relief programs, but if you still have an income, keep paying your bills. You know, don't get behind because that money will still be due. Mm-hmm. Um, don't not pay your rent if you can still pay your rent. So the taking care of business is still continue if you do still have income and, you know, you're not worried about um, making ends meet or how you're going to feed your kids. Because mm-hmm. obviously that's most important. Um, I know a lot of people are panicking right now. Like I said, there's been like a, a large sell-off, which has led to a drop in the, in the price of a lot of stocks. But mm-hmm. I think you should still, if you have an investment plan, plan in place, this shouldn't change it. This shouldn't scare you away from doing that. I've always been thinking about, um, since all of this has happened, is that um, before we were told to stay home before the quarantine, before the pandemic, um, black entrepreneurs were on the rise. There were um, so many, like we were the, you know, black women were the largest uh, group of growing entrepreneurs in, in the country. And um, I've, you know, from a financial expert's perspective, how do you think, you know, what are some things that people can do um, as new entrepreneurs or someone who's even been in the game for a couple of years um, to try and um, get through this? Just because, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, they are online, they're selling their products online, but a lot of them also rely on um, being in person. Companies like, um, I'm, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of Bam's Vegan, who, who's here locally in Dallas. Um, he, you know, most of his business comes from, you know, when at the farmer's market, but right now there is no farmer's market, you know, like how would a new entrepreneur who's, you know, they've been in business less than, I guess, less than 10 years, how would they weather this type of storm financially? Yeah. So I think that if you are wanting to make accounts, right? So we do have a lot of people like most of us, um, started on an, on our entrepreneurship journey while still having a nine to five, mm-hmm. um, how powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox bringing us closer in Cox serviceable areas speeds vary and are not guaranteed Cox terms apply other restrictions may apply like if you are um, one of those people who has you still have your foot in both pots um, then I think that it's okay to really just focus on your nine to five if you still are lucky enough to still have that income because there is stability in that um, most jobs if you're even if your employer um, even if their revenue isn't quite the same, they still have to pay you. I have friends who've had 5% or 10% pay cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, their companies have lost more money than that. But at the end of the day, there's a contract. You're my employee. I'm your employer. I still have to pay you X amount. So I do think if you still have that 9 to 5 income, I think kind of, um, I would say just, just focus 100% on that. But do understand that your business revenue, if you are a in, in coaching or if you sell courses, um, if you are in the um, um, even like product product based entrepreneurs, um, pe- people are just buying less mm-hmm. because let's say if I am a waitress and I have four kids and I just lost my job, I don't want to buy your course right now. Yeah. Even if your course is going to help me make money, I don't I don't want to spend five hundred dollars on your course right now because right now I can't feed my children. Mm-hmm. So I do think it is important to understand how how a lot of people's lives have been affected by it. And so I do think that you should actually expect for your sales to, to decline. So if you do have income from other sources, that's where I think you should focus your energy. But you still should be putting together a game plan, an 
and this is still um, right now the assumption of like kind of an online um, entrepreneur you make your money through selling something online um, mm-hmm. because we would still be making a game plan for um, like so I actually just got I had an email on one of the month's email list and she's like hey are you an entrepreneur has your income been affected by um, the coronavirus pandemic purchase my ebook it's like a seven dollar ebook whereas normally she sells courses that are between five hundred dollars to a thousand bucks and she's like hey here's your seven dollar ebook so of course yeah a lot of people are not in the in the market for expensive courses but that that was her way of still trying to sell because what she's going to do um people who buy or who open that email or people who buy that seven dollar ebook in two months or so or maybe in three however long it takes for this to, to, to go away She's going to pull those same people and then try to sell them one of the courses later. So you still could be tweaking your offer um, to something that is a lot more accessible, a lot more attainable. And the people who still continue to buy from you, even during this time, they're obviously people who have, one, either resources to buy more things from you later, or two, just an interest in whatever it is that you have. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that you can go back to the drawing board, make something, uh, have an offer that's a little bit more accessible, expect to make less money because that accessible offer is probably going to be lower cost. Yeah. Um, but these are people who you can go back to later on when this is over and people's, people's income starts to blow in again. And then you can go back and try to sell your high-ticket um, course or coaching program or product. So I think it just – I think it, um, it, could, it could be a little bit insensitive in some regards if you're saying, hey, um, sign up for my $5,000 coaching program. You know, it can sound a little bit tone deaf, yeah. um, but it doesn't mean that you have to stop you know, don't stop your hustle, don't stop your money either. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I think, be, be mindful of the climate that we're in and just the current environment. Be sensitive to what people are going through, the fact that people are going hungry right now, the fact that people can't pay their bills right now. Um, but, yeah, you still keep you still keep selling and you still keep that lead generation up because when this is over, you can still go back to making those big bucks. Um, and then, like I said, if you do have income from other places and focus on those other income streams. Now, I think that if you are in this space of, well, my business is the only thing that I do, mm-hmm. um, then, and, and this is kind of the, the tough part, but if it's like, if you, if you don't still have the money to get by day to day, then that does kind of put you in that camp of what we see now is a ton of small business owners who are trying to get uh, business loans. Uh, to you know, keep whatever employees that they have on payroll, or to keep their 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 businesses open. I do think it puts you in a tougher um, position if your business income is all you have. But one thing that people should also remember, um, even if you are an entrepreneur, you still can't think of business all the time. Like you are still a human, and you also need to consider personal finance. Mm-hmm. And because we should all have, ideally, I know this is not realistic in a lot of cases, but we should all have number of months of living expenses saved up to where this, you know, if you are without income for three to six months, in a perfect world, you have that money saved away to where you can still make it by, and then when things pick back up again, your income does go in. So I do think that if you're, if you're an entrepreneur and your business income is all that you have, um, it definitely is a lot tougher, and then I think you have to go the route of looking for assistance from, um, from the government, and even banks now, banks are becoming a lot more lenient. Um, with giving small business loans, especially if you have um, like a personal or business checking account with them, they're 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 being a lot more helpful than they have been in years past. But yeah, it definitely is going to be a lot tougher to weather this storm. But this is what I preach: like personal finance and just taking care of the basics, which means you know paying your bills, making sure you have food, um, food in the pantry, food in the fridge, and making sure that that emergency 
something last year I did something similar I was like oh I've never had an emergency let me just get this out of here it's been sitting here all this time I might as well do something with it and now I'm like wow that's why they call it an emergency because it's usually not expected (laughs) um so Experience is honestly sometimes the best teacher, um, even when it hurts. Um, so have you been um, been more aggressive with your saving at this time because you do have the nine to five outside of um, working for yourself? Nope. Um, nope. <laughs> I'm, yeah, it's I'm, 
it's like, nice. I'm not, I'm not, I can't get my nails done. That's nope. what I'm most heartbroken about. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I'm not getting my nails done every yeah. day. So that money's saved. Um, I'm not buying, I want to buy, you know, spring is coming, spring, summer. Um, I was like, no oh, new wardrobe. Nothing. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I haven't spent money on that. Not on I your love, hair either. Um, My hair is just in yeah. a bonnet, just yeah. living. Yeah, I'm actually like, yeah, I was looking at my hair earlier. I put it up in a little bun and then I got some, some scraggly, like hanging out. I like a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've just been, you know, reading up and looking on who's, you know, whose stock is actually going up and whose stock is going to um, increase in value after this. Uh, like you said, what did you say, Teladoc and Zoom, like, yeah. grown exponentially, you know, like, um, are there any other stocks that you uh, would recommend to anyone? I know I've been investing in grocery stores personally. <laughs> um, about that. network so powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away connecting to remote operating room giving a whole new meaning to the term house call operation complete the cox network with gig speeds everywhere it's internet built for tomorrow today cox 
bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. When we made our McDonald's spicy chicken McNuggets, you were praise hands emoji. Then we ran out and you were streaming tears emoji. Now they're back, so you can be grinning face with sweat emoji. Order ahead on the McDonald's app. Break out the party hat emoji, because a six-piece spicy chicken McNuggets is just $2.50. And if that's not enough, try a spicy McCrispy or a spicy deluxe McCrispy. And if that's not enough, there's always the sauce. Price and participation may vary. That's that's actually the one that I have. Yeah. funds correct me if i'm wrong aren't they like you have like um they have like a certain list of companies that you're investing in and you're doing it on like a percentage wise is that correct appreciate that um yeah so another thing is um i when i read your article you said that um we should not be investing to feel good but we should be doing it to be rich um can you elaborate on that i think um sometimes when it comes to investing in stock and you know um a lot of people think of investing um in terms of like buying property which is a great way to invest as well um 
do you think that people are trying to feel good? Um, because some people just want to say, oh, yeah, I own this company, I own this company, and no one actually goes in necessarily to see, like, the long game, you know? So if you yeah. could elaborate. Yeah, so I think there are, like, there's, like, two, several types of investors, Forex traders. Um, but 
people who do have the means, at least, to continue to buy real estate, to continue investing in the market, a lot of them are millionaires now. Yeah. And that was not very long ago. Mm -hmm. Like, that was not 12 years. It, it seems like a long time ago. But to go from, I don't know, let's say your net worth back then, let's say you had a, a $100,000 net worth, and now you're worth, uh, you're worth $2 million. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's a pretty, that, that's that's a pretty nice good. That's pretty good. Yeah. A short, There's no, there's no vaccine at all, so... this started happening I actually went out and got a new life insurance policy just because you don't you never know you know what I mean so very smart and you you mentioned um um Mr. Dave Ramsey um he's actually um one of my favorite financial advisors not only because it's funny to hear him um curse people out in Christian on um it's very funny, <laughs> but he has really good advice. And one thing that he uh, tells everyone is that you need to figure out a way to be completely debt-free. So I know that there's probably a lot of people who were in the process, you know, of paying off their debts, you know, just being very aggressive with their debts. Do you think that right now is a time to slow that down? Um, because some people feel like, you know, they should be given some type of um, a leeway just because of what's happening in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and your job has said, okay, we're, we are reducing salaries by 10% for three months. Um, so 
because mm-hmm. of the pandemic, I think it should still be saying it. Okay. Um, now, oh, actually, I should have used maybe like a, a different type of debt. I know a lot of people are holding out right now on student loan debt because they're not charging interest to my, I don't know um, a, a whole lot about it because I did pay off mine, thank goodness. But, okay. um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Still expect it, yeah. Exactly. It's not going. You know, there's a lot of people who don't have income due to, like, unemployment is literally out the roof right now in this country. Yeah. And um, I think that, you know, we should all be aware of, you know, what our options are. Um, yeah. And be one thing I have uh, heard is that you have to be prepared to wait when you call the unemployment line. So if anyone's listening, you may have to call a couple hundred times before you get anyone on because they are definitely overwhelmed right now. Wow. Um, uh, so... I actually think that's all I have for you. I think that this is a, a strange time. And one thing I um like I I was I tweeted about this. I was like, you know, millennials, this is our second recession. <laughs> um, so it's crazy. it's crazy to me. It's just it just it takes me back to freshman year in college. Like I feel like I'm a freshman again. But you know, so yeah. that's that's it. Um, yeah. And thank you so much. And the thing is to mm-hmm. point out, sorry, I didn't even mean to interrupt you, but the thing the thing to point out. Is like there will be 
Yep. So every decade, whether it is a pandemic, a housing crisis, a stock market correction, something. Yep. There's always going to be something. And again, this is why I like, like I can't speak enough about the importance of having an emergency fund. Okay. It'll, it'll get you through those times. It'll help you weather the storm. But yeah, that is something to think of. Like, man, we've we've seen this. We've seen this happen a lot. Yeah. And have actually kind of gotten the short end of the stick because our generation, like the millennial generation, have actually like dealt, um, have have, have been crippled, I, I'd say, um, by the last few this current um like economic setback because of this this pandemic and then also the the recession because a lot of people were like you said were college students um mm-hmm. some millennials were college students during the first one and had to enter a job market yep. um that was that was that was hurting and then now you do have a lot of these not millennials now are homeowners and parents mm-hmm. and investors and things like that and, just you know, just getting it back together yeah absolutely absolutely so yeah i mean it's it's i mean the, the silver lining in this um, at least with COVID-19, I keep saying to, like, my family, my friends, I hope people become, one, more hygienic. Yes, um, yes. Wash your hands, mm-hmm. like, just eat, like, take care of basic hygiene. Just, yeah, just be, be a little bit cleaner. Um, and I hope that people, um, I hope that we just have kind of more of a, of a love and respect for one another and for humanity. Yeah. Um, and that we kind of have more of this, this team spirit mindset as opposed to me versus you or us versus them. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope that people learn financial lessons from this. I hope that people say, damn, that sucked. I hated calling the unemployment office a hundred times before I could finally get through. Yeah. And I hated waiting, you know, however long for my uh, waiting uh, two months or whatever for my stimulus check. Never want to live through that mess again. And that's why now I keep a year's worth of um, savings saved up. Yeah. Yeah. So. I do hope that people take valuable, there's a lot of lessons to be learned right now, mm-hmm. um, and I do hope that people take this as a learning opportunity once we get through the initial shock of, oh my gosh, what's, what's going on right now? Yeah, and um, I know for, for me and my family, for one, it's actually brought us closer together. Um, yesterday, I had a 20-person Zoom call for an Easter Sunday service, which was very interesting. Um, everybody had speeches, um, but we actually, <laughs> it was very, very funny. Um, somebody had on like a white sheet, and they walked out of their room like they were Jesus, um, and I was just like, I can't, I can't do this right now. <laughs> so extra, <laughs> but we've been we've been having more conversations as a family an extended family about investing together because we would we you know we said we don't want our children to experience anything like this or to be swept under you know their the rug taken from their feet so if there's there's so many lessons to be learned during this time and i hope that we we um, take a hold of them and not take um each other and uh wisdom for granted in future you're speaking with your family about this and i've actually been trying to beat into the heads of my family members who aren't investing yet like hey please start um with my i'm, I'm the youngest of my siblings but my older siblings all have like kids and i'm like yo you need to start um mm-hmm. um i was like hey well go ahead and start have their bank accounts have their savings accounts go ahead and start investing for whether, whether it's mm-hmm. college or retirement for them or whatever you want them to do um because if you have like you can start ira for the kids um so i've been like preaching this and because i don't have my own kids and boss around so i try to boss people around (laughs) um (laughs) uh, and so i'm like see see this is why i said this and so you're right i'm actually glad that you're discussing these things with your family and even my family is kind of like oh i see why you know they 
in that mm-hmm. communities of color do also start to see the importance. I do understand that um, our trajectory and, and some of our challenges and hurdles are different and in general more, more immense, let's say, than, than, not, than, than white people, right? I mm-hmm. know in general we do have a harder time getting access to capital, um, getting access to jobs, um, education, home ownership, and different things like that. I understand that we have more challenges, but it's not an excuse to not still try to achieve those yep. things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have to start because I'm tired of, I'm tired, like, I, I, I grew up on, like, my mom was on food stamps, we were on welfare, my mom got a social security check, like, I, we grew up in, in that type of environment, so there's nothing wrong with needing um, assistance, there's nothing wrong with being poor, obviously being poor is the reason I'm so cheap, me mm-hmm. being grown up poor will make me rich in the future. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I'm grateful for that. into the next yes. generations. Yeah, um, absolutely. I saw, absolutely. have you ever heard of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? It's a TV, it's a TV show. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, yeah, on Amazon. Okay, yeah, um, so yeah. her, when her parents, like, they gave up everything, you know, um, her mom actually needed more money from the family, and what she had to do is she had to go to, like, a board of trustees for their family in order to get more money. And I was like, just, I, you know, I said, I wonder how many actual families there are that function like this. And imagine if, you know, the heads of all the families in my family or your family put money together into a trust that everyone, if you needed something could pull from, or you, you know, in order to use the money, you had to get approved by everyone else in the whole family. I think that, you know, that's something like that is not far-fetched for our generation or the future generations at all. Um, I, I, you know, we know why we, why we're here, you know, like we have a pretty good knowledge of, and if, if we don't know, you can look it up on the internet. It's not that hard to find. Um, (laughs) but, but as easy as it is hard, as easy as it is for us to find why we got here, you can find how you can get beyond this you know the knowledge is out there so it doesn't you know i I just want us all to come out stronger (laughs) that's all Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. 
Well, that's that's all. I don't want to keep you for too long. Thank you so much for being on the show, and I really, really enjoyed this conversation with you. And do you have anything that you want to share with anyone as far as coming what's coming up in your business? Thank you so much, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any questions or you want to get in touch with Tangie, you can reach her at tangiesales.com, and that is T-A-N-G-I-E-S-E-A-L-S.com, or you can just look her up on Instagram, um, and it, that is tangiesales. T-A-N-G-I-E-S-E-A-L-S. And find her on Instagram if you have any questions or you want to work with her or ask her to be your advisor. Be sure to hit her up. Let her know that the show sent you. Um, I'm going to put all the um, information that we shared in the episode. I'm going to put some of it down in the link. Um, sorry, in the show description. And make sure you read the article that prompted this actual conversation. If you guys have any questions, concerns, let me know. Remember to rate and review every episode. And yeah, thank you so much for listening to the uh, Tierra's podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna, I was gonna say T for the Queen and Peculiar, but you know, T uh, Tierra's podcast show. So I hope you guys have a great one. Take care. Powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.